Welcome back. Two. Episode two. <laughs> Welcome back to episode two of Cryptic and Colloquial. Um, a cacophony of crimes, cults, and conspiracies. I'm Kristen. I'm Dylan. And here we are. You nailed it that time. Again, the, yeah. The, all the C's. Yeah, thank you. It took me a second. Um, <laughs> Happy New Year. It's 2021. We have finally left 2020 behind us. Feels good. It does feel very good. Does I have hope for this year. Um, I shouldn't, yeah. given how the last five days... Are we only five days into the year? Jesus. Yeah. Now how the last five days have gone. So I have some current events that we can discuss. Yeah, I've completely devolved into just going to Twitter trending for my news at this point. Yep. And so far, our cast of characters for 2021 is on January 1st, we had Air Fryer Hot Dog Guy. Okay, so this one I immediately was excited about when I saw it. You shouldn't because have been. I shouldn't have been, yeah. We just bought an air fryer recently. And it's the best thing. I'm I'm one of those people now. I'm an air fryer fryer person. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I can never go back to life before an air fryer. We have four bags of frozen sweet potato fries (laughs) in our freezer. (laughs) (laughs) Because, okay. It it, saves us money. We don't go to Whataburger to get french fries all the time. We get sweet potato fries. And it's just, it's better. Yeah. And then we don't risk getting the Rona either. Yeah. But then I found this thread and... And I found it a couple days after. I sent it to you. Did you? Okay, yeah. I, I send you all of the, the most more, recent Twitter news. The more I scrolled, the, the worse it got. The less I wanted to, but it was like a car wreck. Like, yeah. I just couldn't you stop. You couldn't look away. Yeah. Yeah. So, this guy air fried hot dog. And you would think, oh, that's not bad. He air fried it for two hours, 120 minutes of air frying a hot dog. And he, he documented the process. Yes. Every, like, I think 10, 10 to 20 to minutes. 10 20 minute increments, yeah. And it it would get to a point where you're like, it can't get any worse. And it got worse. And the next and then, update. And then he rehydrated it. That's when I left. That's when I was gone. I didn't, I didn't want any part in that. It looked like a turd. <laughs> It was, you know... It, it was one of the most disgusting me, things I've ever seen in my life. The part that was funny to me was the the one point in time where he said something to the effect of, I didn't consider the smell. No. My wife is displeased. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about all he said. And every subsequent t- tweet after that, he just said, my wife is continuously displeased. Displeased or unhappy I, with me. Yeah, I can't imagine, you know... Like we've we've cooked things before, and like obviously you know people burn stuff yeah. every once in a while, and it smells up the whole house. I can't imagine a two hours dog. of a hot dog intentionally, intentionally. Yeah. He said it took. It was like six hours later. He posted an update, and it was like it still smells like that burnt hot dog. Like nothing has ever smelled more putrid. So I thought it couldn't get worse from there. Mm-hmm. And then January second, tampon guy. Yeah, happens. that was day one. That was day one of twenty twenty one. And then tampon guy. I don't think it was as bad. Um, as far You're as not the, a woman. I, I, yeah, totally. I don't. I can't understand that part. But the um, the visuals of it weren't there. You know, like I didn't have to see a crumbling hot dog being burnt every ten right. minutes. Right. Right. But um, I don't know that much about tampon guy. It was this guy that uh, the UK is no longer taxing uh, feminine. It's a period products. tax. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think it was like a luxury tax or something that was on him. 
And so they fixed that, which was really great. Right. But they this, posted they posted a thing an about infographic it. that had a tampon on it, right? And it was just a tampon, like the little cotton tampon and the string. Oh, and he didn't like it. Apparently the string is sexual. <laughs> it was because it was curvy. And, and I I read a reply where this this lady was like, maybe because it's a soft cotton string is why it's curvy. The string has a use. <laughs> and he was like, he was like, this is overtly sexual in nature. <laughs> like, oh, dude. So then we still think it can't get worse, and Bean Dad happens. Bean Dad <laughs> hit me like a ton of bricks. Bean Dad was, his name is John Roderick. Um, apparently he's a musician, comedian, I don't know. He's nothing now. He's someone, yeah, he's, he's canceled he's now. Bean dad he, he's Bean He's Bean Dad now. Yeah. So he essentially, his daughter, who is like young, I want to say nine? So five eight? to ten, somewhere in there. Somewhere in there? Okay, so she comes up and she's like, Dad, I'm hungry. And he's like, well, go get it. He's do- he is doing a jigsaw puzzle. He's <laughs> It's a very important business. Okay, I've never, like, I've never done a jigsaw puzzle that I couldn't step away from. No, Just like, like, no, I'm all, I'm so close. <laughs> so give me a second. He's doing this jigsaw puzzle, and his daughter walks up to him, and he's like, "Dad, I'm hungry," and he's like, "Well, go get a can of beans." You know, just a typical just a can of beans, snack. right? Yeah. You're, and so she brings us a can of beans to him. She's like, "Okay, here," and he's like. Well, why isn't it open? Like, why didn't you open it? She's like, I don't know how to open it. How do I open it? And so he gives her a can opener and he leaves this child, works with this child for six hours. He says they are not eating until that can of beans is open. And so they sit and work on this can of beans for six hours. And it was supposed to be a teaching moment because he didn't just explain to her how to open the can of beans. Mm -hmm. Like he wanted her to figure it out for herself. I, I don't know about any of you guys, but if you were to leave me with a can of beans for six hours and I was already <laughs> hungry. You'd throw it at the wall until it busted open. I would sob. Yeah. I would call the police. <laughs> like, <laughs> I do not do well if I, I haven't eaten. Uh, so <clears throat> I thought it was really bad. And then I saw that he was a comedian. Mm-hmm. Comedians lie about everything, right? But he doubled down afterward and was like no guys like i'm not an abusive parent this is and i don't want to get into whether or not this is child abuse or not but it's a mean thing to do it is your child's hungry if you were just to teach her how to like take the five minutes to say this is how you use a can opener here's how you open the can of beans now you can go heat the beans up anyway i think teaching moments are are one thing but um six hours of staring at a can of beans right is is another People exactly. were mad. Twitter okay, was And then they Twitter like surface racist comments of his. Oh yeah. I, and... So the next day I was like, I wonder what Bean Dad's up to. And he was still trending. But it was a different Yep. It was a different, different trending. Bean Dad. And now and Bean Dad has his he's nuked his Twitter. And... Of course you have to at that yeah. point. But apparently he was like anti Semitic or something. Yes. I'm like, not only I mean a bad we person's a bad person, but like man, you just double down again yeah. on being a bad person. And then yesterday comes, January 4th. What was yesterday? I Tanya Roberts. Oh, yeah. Who played Midge on that 70s show. Yep. Died. And then undied. And then undied. And then died again as of today. I, th- I, I feel horrible for her family <clears throat> because I, I know that I read that her husband got the call from mm-hmm. the ICU while he was doing an interview about her death. And they're like, she's not dead. 
and he was on the interview. I, I didn't watch it. I couldn't. That. I couldn't insanely, stomach it. Yeah. But it's like how, and I know I I can't imagine what you know first responders and hospital workers and and the medical field was going through right mm-hmm. now with the pandemic. But the absolute turmoil in that guy's life to have hope that, you know, to be coping with the fact that, oh, my wife is dead, and then get a call that, oh, she's not dead, and then she dies. Yeah. Like, actually dies. I, I, so, happy 2021, yeah. I guess. Is the, you know, the, <laughs> the moral here. The, um, you either laugh or cry part of that story yeah. was uh, Topher Grace posted, you know, a thing on Twitter that yeah. was like, we, you know, you'll be missed. We love you so much, that kind of stuff. And then Ashton Kutcher was like, yo, bro, she ain't dead. Like, <laughs> right below. And Tilbur was like, cool. Like, yeah. He was kind of excited for a second. Speaking of the dead. What are we talking terrible, about today? Very terrible segue here. Um, today, we will be diving into a conspiracy. A conspiracy that is near and dear to my heart. Um and the conspiracy, I if you if you don't if you don't know me, I'm a huge Beatles fan. My dad, I have like an album tattoo. I my dad just raised me on the Beatles music. It's something it's I enjoy. Um, you know, something that is kind of a core part of my life. And so, anyways, it, a very popular Beatles conspiracy theory is that Paul McCartney is actually dead. So. I think what's going to be fun about this one is obviously the the premise of this conversation is that you did loads of research, mm-hmm. um, like hours upon hours of research yes. into this. I don't even know which Beatles are known to be alive right now. I know not John Lennon. Dylan. Le- is, what, hmm. Okay, so so Ringo's still around, and Paul or Imposter Paul is still around. Okay. Um, but George Harrison is dead, and. John Lennon is dead. Here's okay, so I like the Beatles. I like mm-hmm. their music. George was the guitar player, right? <laughs> I know Ringo was the drummer because there's a um, there's this interview where they asked one of the Beatles, yeah. "Is Ringo Starr the best drummer in the world?" They're and like, "He's the, the best drummer in the Beatles." Yeah, like, anyway, funny. so yeah, George was one of the guitar players. Um, one of my favorite performances that I've seen on YouTube. It's of him and Eric Clapton. I want to see so someone good. else playing while my guitar gently weep, gently mm. weeps. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, but so a funny story about George. I was convinced for years that George Harrison died in the plane crash. I was dead convinced. Like my, I, I remember that, my yeah. dad telling me George Harrison died in the plane crash, and then I was talking to you about it, and you were like, "I thought it was cancer," and I was like, "What?" And I went and looked it up, and it's cancer. Which, you know, when I say I thought it was this, that holds almost no weight. <laughs> because if I don't know something, my brain just fills it in with right. nonsense, yeah. usually. Something that never even happened. Right. And I, I often attribute it to um, dimension slipping, which is something right. we need to talk we about. We need to discuss. Point. We need to add that to the list. But, um, you know, it's really just a, a blame for my terrible memory and my confabulation No, problem. but it, it really is. It really, it really was cancer. And so I am wondering if that, that's a conspiracy theory all in of it is. What kind of cancer? Uh, I want to say it was lung. Oh. That's awful. Yeah. So, but he was my favorite beetle. Anyway. So. People argue about who the prettiest beetle was, right? I think. We all know it wasn't Ringo. That's like the general. Yeah, that's, well, yeah. yeah. 
that's pretty straightforward. Okay, dimensions living. Sorry. I'm going to make a note of that. Okay, so here's the theory. It started in Detroit. Okay, so there had been a theory prior to this theory coming out in the U.S. Um, that, that Paul McCartney had died in a motorcycle accident on, like, this M1 highway in the U.K. Did he, he drive motorcycles? Apparently. He does have a scar, from what I read, on his left lip. Okay. Left side of his lip? Not his left lip. His left like lip. His... <laughs> Not, his right lip is fine. His left <laughs> one is the scarred one. No. So he, he does have a scar from a motorcycle accident, but apparently it wasn't, he didn't die in that motorcycle accident. So the theory, it started in Detroit, and DJ Russ Gibbs hosted a show on WKNR, and he got an anonymous call from an anonymous caller. <laughs> Asking him to play the intro to Revolution 9 backwards. Okay, so I have that here. What is Revolution 9? It is um, one of the songs on the White Album. Okay, let me see if I can get it pulled up and play it. I have it linked in my OneNote here. Anyways, it essentially says... Why is it not working? It's like all going to play at once. Let me just YouTube it. Essentially, all it says is turn me on, dead man, if you play it backwards okay so that kind of fed into the og conspiracy of paula's dead so i remember when there was a beyonce album i think was it the if you like it put a ring on it song where they said if you play it backwards she's summoning there's demons. a lot of beyonce but i i did that i remember um finding it online okay, on youtube and i played it backwards and it sounded like nonsense to me. And I was like, I don't hear the this demons This doesn't summoning. sound like nonsense. I can guarantee that. Okay, so. And this is from, this is from user R-J-C-I-C-C-O-N-E. <laughs> um, I'll link it. In That's the a family name, yeah. I think. Okay, let me Okay. Hopefully I don't get, like, copyright stricken. I want to say it's right around... And that's backwards? That's backwards. Hmm. Okay. So that's where the conspiracy kind of started. And then there was another hint in Strawberry Fields Forever where John says, I buried Paul. I love this song. At the end. Okay. So let me pull it up. Um, I vaguely remember us trying to find this. Don't we have this album? Yes, I have. I have show and tell. Don't worry. Okay, cool. Okay, here it is. I think this is it. Yeah. So. Okay. I, I have an explanation for that. Though. Okay. And and this is um, just my opinion, but there's a Gus Johnson video where. <laughs> He says, here's how the Beatles record an album. And yeah. they say, they're like coming off of a song that was obviously like very good. And they were like, wow, guys, that was like, that was really great. That's going to be a number one hit. Now let's play the worst thing imaginable. <laughs> and they all just start beating on their instruments and making as much noise as they can. Well, I have to link that, and that could because yeah, it's Yeah, it's so funny. Um, and that could be an explanation Well, and it also, I buried Paul. It could also be like strawberry whatever i don't i don't know it could just be a fade out i don't know it could be anything well and then someone also said that it could be you know like a 
he was he buried Paul like with his guitar. It was like an interview. Anyway, mm-hmm. okay, so we've got a lot to cover here. All right, so apparently. Paul McCartney, the real Paul McCartney, died on November 9th of 1966 in a car accident. He was escorting a lady named Rita home, who was Mm -hmm. a hitchhiker. Um, And he was officially pronounced dead, or OPD, I want you to remember that, on Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. These are all key points, okay? Okay. And the other Beatles wanted to keep it hush-hush and found a replacement Paul McCartney. Okay, help me understand the timeline of the Beatles in 1966. Were they were they huge? Oh God, then? yeah. Oh like God, when, yeah. When did that no, happen? That, that was know. insane. That was like a massive Beatle time, right? And they broke up not too long after that, mm-hmm. um, which is also interesting and kind of ties into this. So the theory has like expanded, um, and there's all this evidence because Abbey Road came out right after Paul supposedly died. Okay. Right. So, and I'll post pictures in the video as well. Oh, geez. Okay, so I have the Abbey Road vinyl here. Okay. And there's apparently a bunch of symbolism in the vinyl. So, um, let's see here. Abbey Road is supposed to be, it's supposed to be a representation of a funeral procession. Okay. And John Lennon is wearing all white and was representing the preacher. Ringo is wearing all black and was representing the undertaker. Paul is walking out of step with the others, if you'll notice. He's stepping forward on his right foot. He's wearing gray. He is barefooted, and he represents the corpse. Okay, and then poor George, my favorite beetle, is the grave digger. He always gets stuck with the dirty work, Mm -hmm. Um, so he's wearing all denim. Okay, another key point about this is that Paul is holding the cigarette in his right hand right here. Mm -hmm. He's left-handed. So that was a big point of contention of, okay, why would Paul be holding the cigarette logically in his right hand if he's left-handed? Well, because that's where the camera right. is. Right. So that's the logical explanation for it, right? But, mm-hmm. okay, so then there are all these other little Easter eggs within the album cover here. And like I said, I'll post this out for you guys. So if you look at the Volkswagen's license plate, it's LMW28IF. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Okay, so LMW stands for Linda McCartney, either weeping or widowed. Now, who is who is that? His wife. Okay. That's Paul McCartney's wife. I didn't know he was time. married. So he has been married several times. And then twenty-eight, if he would have been twenty-eight, if he hadn't have died in the car accident. Ooh. Okay, but there's some you know discretion with that as well because he was only twenty-seven, so he was would have been twenty-seven anyway. So. And then, so last night, I know you saw me looking like a crazy person. Yeah, so with I, this butter knife. We were both working. <laughs> we were both working on different things, and she was working on this. And she just sprints out of the office and is like, "I need a butter knife." And I look over, and her desk is like notes sprawled out, and like two Beatles albums. And I'm like, "What is going on?" And she runs back in, and is like, <laughs> and starts like peering at this vinyl with so the knife. But there's a reason. So to there's there's a some symbolism in apparently the back of the album, the Beatles sign is cracked because the Beatles had broken because Paul wasn't actually there. The lady in blue is supposed to represent Rita, who was the hitchhiker who had survived. Okay. Um, but then to the left of or to the right of the Beatles, to the S, 
there is apparently you can see it right there a human skull if you put oh, your wow. butter knife yeah in just the right spot on the back of the album so i'm going to kind of show you guys okay. i wouldn't call it this. a human skull well would... but it's supposed to be flattened because apparently that's the injury that paul had when he died mm. okay so if you put your butter knife right here ish so here's the put it right here that's spooky and it's a human skull okay so that is the abbey road evidence there's more evidence and Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, which came out after. And we're using evidence pretty loosely. Pretty loosely, in this yeah. Okay. Scenario. So let me pull out. I also have Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band here. Okay. Great album. Very good album. So OPD, which we've talked about already, mm -hmm. officially pronounced dead. If you open up the inside album, look at the patch on Paul's arm. Yeah, it says OP and then maybe a D. It's D. But, maybe a B. But it is a D because their argument is that it's, oh, it's Ontario Police Department. Okay. Okay. So OPD, officially pronounced dead because this isn't the real Paul. This isn't the real Paul. And we'll talk about that more in a second. Um, and then... You know, if this proves anything, I think it just further solidifies what we said earlier. And that is that Ringo is not the previous the Beatle. No. I don't know what it is. It's, it's a bias that I have yeah. at this point. Okay, so then you'll recall that Paul died Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. Explain that this is the one that kind of got me questioning. Okay, so if you look right here on the back of the album, I'll put up a picture for you guys. And on She's Leaving Home, George is pointing up to a lyric. Mm -hmm. Do you see that? And what does the lyric say? Wednesday morning at 5 o'clock. Ooh. Spoopy. What's it? Right? Well, and why... Would he be pointing? Why is he pointing and why is he facing backwards? Exactly. That's the other thing that no one mentioned is that Paul is faced backwards. And he's the only one. On the back of the album and is the only one faced backwards. So, apparently these were all supposed to be Easter eggs that the fans were figuring out, oh my God, Paul's actually dead. Okay. And then... No, More I, evidence. I have a Go question. Ahead. Did this theory come out in the 60s or did it come out, it came out way in, later on? In the 60s. Okay, so people, people were finding this information yeah. and putting it out there yeah. right away. So the next Easter egg is in um, a Beatles 1968 song called Glass Onion. Okay, and John sings a line that says, Here's another clue for you all. The walrus was Paul. Okay. Okay. What does that mean? The song references, also references Strawberry Fields. So there's like a couple little Easter bags back to Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Mm -hmm. And I Am the Walrus, right? In 1967, the 1967 song I Am the Walrus, it ends with the death monologue from King Lear. Um, Oswald says, Oh, untimely death, I know thee well. At the end of I Am the Walrus. Hmm. So apparently, according to John Lennon, he said, oh, well, we just like that BBC broadcast of King Lear. And so we just left it in. It was playing in the background and we just left it in. Okay. In the utter chaos. But for it to be that scene, it's just a little bit bizarre, right? Yeah. And then in I'm So Tired, another Beatles song, there is, if you play it backwards... 
Let me find it here. This is all a little bit unsettling. Wait until you hear this one. This is the one that sent me, okay? At a certain point, we got to start proving this stuff wrong or I'm right. going to get freaked out. Okay, so if you play the end of I'm So Tired between I'm So Tired and Blackbird on the album, and I'm not sure which album it was. Maybe? Maybe Abbey Road? Anyway, listen. Again, that sounds like garbled mess no. to me. Paul is a dead man. Miss him, miss him, miss him. And is this backwards? Backwards. Okay. It's complete gibberish. Forwards. Okay. So I'm going to play it again. Maybe. That one's a bit of a stretch for me. I don't think so. It's very creepy to me. So, I will link all of these videos and my sources. I think if of you course, want in my if description. You, if you want something to sound creepy, you play it backwards. Right, and slow it down. And yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> and then tell me before I get an opinion on it what it says. Right. And uh, that's what I will think it says. So, we have all of this evidence that Paul is dead, but then who the hell is Paul now? Who replaced Paul, right? Well, you know, if this was, you know, you said this was after the peak of their popularity. Mm -hmm. So, you know how in um, in North Korea, they're only allowed to have like two or three haircuts? I did that's, not know that. Yeah, so that's like a thing. They have approved haircuts for the men especially. Um, the UK kind of informally did that when the Beatles were popular. Okay. Because everyone was just like, hey, I want to look like that because they're getting the ladies. <laughs> right? Okay, but like Paul McCartney is so cute. How would he not be getting the ladies, I, right? Totally understand. And especially in that time, it, I don't really know the style of the 60s very much. Yeah. The 70s and 80s were easy, right? I don't really remember what the style of the 60s were, but um, I think in the UK especially, that was it. Yeah. That like little bowl cut thing it that was, they had going on. It was cute. And they, they mixed it up quite a bit yeah. too. They started to grow it out. and Some of them, so... not Ringo, looked good with anything. <laughs> God bless her. Okay, but Ringo looks good now. He aged well. I'll give Ringo that. He aged yeah. well. So, see, he was holding out. The theory on who replaced Paul is fascinating because if you think about in Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, when they transition into with a little help from my friends, who mm -hmm. do they introduce? I don't remember. Billy Shears. Okay. Billy Shears. Okay. Who's that? Billy Shears, according to the lore won a Paul McCartney look-alike contest that the Beatles hosted and they took him as Paul McCartney's replacement. Mm. Okay. Now, when was this contest? So, I, I don't know exactly. You can't pin it down because it's not... Some people say, like, Tiger Beat was involved in another teen magazine and it was held in the U.S. Some people say it was held in the U.K. It, it's kind of all over the place. So the winner was a guy named William Campbell who also went by Billy Shears, according to the lore. Mm -hmm. And I have no solid sources on this. There's no um, consensus on this. Yeah, so he was introduced in Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band um, and with a little help from my friends. And he went on, Billy Shears, a.k.a. Paul McCartney, mm -hmm. right? Or Paul McCartney, formerly known as Billy Shears, I guess. The um, artist formerly known as Paul McCartney. <laughs> so he went on to write Hey Jude and Blackbird after OG Paul McCartney died. So Billy Shear wrote 
According to the lore. So people were like, well, then he should have been Paul McCartney anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, if you wrote Blackbird, that's you're, yeah. you're in. So that's the whole theory. That's kind of the idea. So they had rebuttals, okay? And The Beatles themselves? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they... Okay, so the bottom line is that Paul was MIA during this time that everybody was claiming he was dead. And it was because his daughter... Mary was born. She was a newborn, according to quote unquote Paul, imposter Paul. Okay. Real Paul. We don't know, right? So he says he was hiding away on his Scot his farm in Scotland with his wife Linda and his newborn Mary. Doesn't that just sound like a dream? Yeah. Being on a farm in Scotland. Scotland. Yeah, and everyone think the world thinks you're dead yeah. and you're looking for your replacement. <laughs> that just so sounds that's that's how I want to enjoy twenty twenty. So that was one, and he was like, I'm not dead. I'm just hanging out on the farm. Ooh, and then John Lennon gets a hold of the radio station. He, like, calls him up, and he's like, this is the most stupid rumor I've ever heard. That's, like, verbatim what he says. I love I love the immediate, I'm not dead. I'm on the farm. Yeah, Guys, right? like, that's, okay, <laughs> Obviously, cool. You got just it. Just taking a hiatus on the farm. Yep. Um, and then the press office for the Beatles in 1969 came out and said that this rumor was, quote, unquote, a load of rubbish. Um... Billy Shears, they say, is an alias for Ringo Starr. And when you do search Billy Shears on Google, it brings up Ringo Starr. I don't trust that at all. So, well, like, it brings up his Wikipedia page and says that it was an alias for him because then Ringo goes into singing. Like, they introduce Billy Shears, and it's Ringo singing with a little help from my friends. Okay. And then, previously, when Yellow Submarine had come out or whatever... They, John was Billy Shears. So Billy Shears is like a continuing character okay. throughout Beatles history. I don't know. Um, and then the other rebuttal was, well, like, yeah, something interesting did happen on November 9th of 1966. John met Yoko that day. So okay. that's kind of all the rebuttal that <clears throat> they have. Some people call the downfall of the Beatles. Right. When, right. When John met Yoko Ono. I don't know anything about either of them. I don't really either. I, I read Sorry. the other day that John is a bad person. And that really made me sad. I don't know if it's you know, because but... he resembles what people say Jesus looks like. And <laughs> and so I just associated the same personality traits yeah. and I was proven wrong. Yeah, I don't know. So. I mean, when Paul speaks of Paul, current day, like present day Paul, mm-hmm. speaks of John Lennon. He speaks of him fondly you know like i was watching an interview earlier with stephen colbert where he was saying like paul visits me or you know john visits me in my dreams and you know i think he he john blamed paul for breaking up the beatles because paul went and recorded his solo album his first solo album behind the band's back during the time he was supposed to be on the farm yeah so i don't know that's that's the theory is that paul mccartney is dead he was replaced by Billy Shears. Billy Shears went out to put out bangers like Hey Jude and Blackbird. Mm-hmm. And Newpole. now, but like, okay, here's the thing. It's a fascinating theory. I don't know if I buy into it entirely. I can kill this theory right now. Do it. If you want me to. You want me to ruin the magic That's for you? up to you. Um, drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they did a lot of drugs. They did do a lot of drugs. And... You know, that's fine. Whatever floats your boat. But um, when you do a lot of drugs and you make a lot of music, 
really interesting things happen. But they didn't. They were like vehemently against this theory. So what does that have to do with it? I think um, with a group as large as the Beatles were at the time and the following that they had that are so hyper-focused on everything they do and, you know, the the theory that people will find what they're looking for in anything. I think it was just a matter of time before a conspiracy theory came about. Right. Right. And the... um, the plane crash versus cancer thing is probably just a dimensional slip. You know, that's perfectly explainable right? with that theory. Um, but this is kind of, it's cherry picking, right? There's like, oh, well, listen to this backwards. And if you listen to this at, you know, just the right time. Okay, here's another question. Do you think if Paul were to have died in a car accident, in, no, on November 9th, oh my god, did something just fall on me? November 9th, 1966, could the Beatles have pulled this off? What I would like to know is how much money they had at the time. They, they had to have been extraordinarily wealthy. Because, did they have a manager or anything? Oh god, yeah, they had a whole press office that I, was dedicated to them. I am under the impression that in, um, in capitalist countries, like the United States and the UK, that you can do... Absolutely anything you want to, given enough money. And it it's, you know, a lot about who you know, it's a lot about who you are, and it's a lot right. about how much money you have. And so the Beatles in the UK, I mean, superstars, like, like to the extreme, like the world right. had never seen before, yeah. you know, other than maybe Elvis. But maybe. Even that, I think yeah. Elvis couldn't shine a light to them. Yeah. As far as popularity. It may have been the same time. When was Elvis popular? I think 50s? he was the 50s. Yeah, because he was like the pioneer of um, shaking your hips rock and roll. Yeah. The the fancy dancing. And that was all attributed to um, Forrest Gump showing him how to do that. <laughs> if you've ever seen that documentary. So, but but do we think that the Beatles could have pulled it off? I think so. I mean... I, I don't think it's impossible to say. My question is... Um, could they? Yes. Would they? What do they have to gain? Right. Keeping the think group about how going, much they have but... to lose. Yeah. I mean, because that's the bottom line is that the Beatles were godlike for a very long time. I mean, they were pioneers of rock yeah. and roll, and so you preserve the integrity of, of the, the group. of the group and the image. Yeah. It's like that. Um, that one British royalty guy that is absolutely dead, and they bring Prince him out. For, they bring him out for photos every once in a while. Yeah, he's still they... alive, and he's definitely. Not <laughs> it's you know, weekend at um, Bernie's. Bernie's. Yeah, <laughs> they they just prop him up, and they're like, "Hey guys, this is Paul." Except they actually had the convenience of, "Hey guys, we just had this lookalike contest." Yeah, I mean, that's pretty. Cut and dry right there. So another interesting thing is that this theory is still being studied today. And many psychologists and sociologists, like, it is just such a wild theory. Like, the way it took off and spread like wildfire. Mm -hmm. Um, It's still being studied today as, like, one of the most interesting theories because of how, you know, people truly in their souls believed that Paul McCartney was dead and that he was replaced by Billy Shears. Yeah. Um... I don't know where the heck I was going with that. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I, 
musicians I'm sure it was interesting. Musicians are kind of uh, an interesting thing, and I think about this every time I watch a music video, mm-hmm. especially um, lately. The like the 2010s yeah. had had a bunch of music videos that became very popular, and every time I watched one, I would feel like, okay, either I'm I'm old now and I don't understand what what is happening, mm-hmm. or this is utter nonsense. And I think that a lot of times if you look into it, like you see with, um, like Billie Eilish does mm-hmm. it, where everything kind of has a meaning right. to them in the music video, right? And so I think it's very plausible that the, the Beatles could inject, you know, hidden meanings right. into their things, like the pointing at the lyric and facing backwards and the patch and the Abbey Road photo. It's a lot of Easter eggs. But yeah, it, that takes a lot of effort to do. But I, I guess less effort than replacing a dead guy. I mean, the, the bottom line is that if you, if you think about it, if it d- did anyone ever, you know, hire management of the Beatles? Did they ever actually care about the Beatles, or did they only care about the money they were getting from the Beatles? And they had they had a lot to lose if Paul yeah. McCartney died. You, you see know? that, yeah, you see that a lot with uh, managers of musicians, especially where their appearance as uh, the persona matters mm-hmm. so much more than who they, than who they are, are as a person. Yeah. And that's why I think you, you see with people that are self-managed, yes. uh, such a more genuine person. Yeah. You know, you see like, uh, especially nowadays, you can tell the difference between someone who is having songs written for them right. and being represented as a persona more than anything else. Yeah. And the people that write their own songs and have meaning behind them right. and put out their music because it's what they wanted to do. So I remember where I was going with that. Paul McCartney dropped the bombshell that the Beatles were done in the height of this conspiracy. He was like, oh yeah, and the Beatles think it's over. Like, it's done. And no <clears throat> one even cared because they were so caught up on whether or not Paul McCartney was dead. That's insane. Isn't that crazy? Like... The biggest rock band of that time mm-hmm. is saying, "Hey, it's it's over. Like we're breaking. The band's breaking up." And what was their reason? Noticed their official what? reasoning for breaking up. For breaking up, yeah. it, it was kind of messy. I don't really know. Um, because yeah. that's what I would be interested. I know that in. Paul. So I think it was from from what I the interview I was listening to earlier. It felt like it was kind of an amicable breakup, but I think. You know, John and Yoko were kind of wanting to do their own thing. Paul was obviously doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, I think, anyway. Paul was, you know, going off to start his solo career, and then he did Paul McCartney and the Wings, and he's still putting out amazing music. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. But Paul, everybody kind of villainized. Paul broke up the Beatles, right? And Paul was saying, Paul is an imposter, Paul, or whoever he is, right? (laughs) Today is Paul McCartney, um, was saying that, you know, that's what he he bought into that that he was the villain he was the one that broke up the Beatles but he remembered that you know he and John had a very very loving relationship very loving friendship yeah I, I think what's impressive to me is how they remained together for so long yeah if you think about how instantaneously famous they became at right. such a young age I mean they were teenagers oh my god yeah and they they stuck together for so long yeah. and yeah, you didn't really see a lot of trash talking and, you know, this person's bad, that person's bad. At least bad. it didn't last for us to see, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, we kind of get the 
the better picture. This should be coming in. Yeah, yeah, because of the the years that have passed, right. which I'm grateful for. Yeah. But um, it's really it's not a bad thing that they broke up because they put out enough yeah. music for a lifetime. Yes. Right. I mean, we've got several albums, and, yeah. and there's more out there that we would want. And also, we kind of got the the singles or the 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 breakaways. We we have a George Harrison yeah um, vinyl that's Solo really really vinyl. nice. And they kind of did their own thing, and it was more specific towards their talent and their kind of music that they right. wanted to make. And I think that was really neat. And whatever John did um, didn't work out, I guess. John John had some successful stuff. He did like um, he did Imagine on his own. That's a big one. Um, that Christmas song that plays every year. I really meant the assassination was oh. why it didn't work out very well. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. Wasn't that guy like a crazy fan or something? I think so. Yeah. That's so unfortunate. They have his um, his glasses on display at a museum somewhere. Fascinating. And it's really eerie because they're still like cracked. And I can't remember if they're bloodstained or not, but it's super. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's super. Uh, strange because okay. it, he was iconic hold on can we talk about the fact that for our senior trip we were taken to the jfk assassination memorial i didn't understand that you know okay the best part about that trip in this spaghetti you know, factory i thought it was the cheesecake factory i went to the spaghetti factory spaghetti warehouse excuse me i went to one of the two I don't and we know, had to run was... back to the bus and we brought our leftovers and we couldn't bring them with us so we just left them for this homeless guy yeah. to sleep because of I just remember going into that room, and they were like, "This is where he set up his sniper rifle." And I'm like, "And then you go this like, is weird. you go out into the street and stand, and in, stand the in the pot where JFK was assassinated." And it's they have, like they have the little X on the the highway, and you have to wait for a red light because it's still a road. Absolutely insane. And they're like, you know, it's like um, little ducks following yeah. mama duck, like the the police guard or whatever walks out there and is like come on class come stand where jfk was assassinated why do we do that I don't, why is that i a thing? have no earthly idea well and okay so our senior trip was also scheduled with okay so we did the special olympics some of us got chosen to help with the special olympics so you graduated the year before me some of us got scheduled to do the special olympics so mm -hmm. we went early bright and early in the morning and helped with the special olympics and then we all got in one of the school expeditions. Yeah. And they drove us up to Dallas. And then we went to the JFK thing. And then we went to a Texas Rangers game. Didn't we go to the Holocaust Museum then too? We didn't go to the Holocaust Museum. I think we did. You may have. And that is the most, like, I I can't even describe it. I... If you ever get a chance to I go, I would like go. to go, yeah. yeah. It's worth going. Yeah. But it's it's heavy. We do I mean, have we do have a Hitler theory that we'll be discussing one of these days. Yeah, Hitler's just a lot. Hitler's I mean. a lot. So okay, let's be super transparent here. Um so this is obviously a passion project for us, as we've said many times now. Um and you know, referring to future content, we've got big changes coming in our life in the next month. Mm -hmm. And Dylan is starting grad school um in a couple of weeks and I am going back to grad school. In a couple of weeks so we will still be posting weekly um our episodes may not be super super long but it will be content that we're putting out yeah um until i'm done defending my thesis and get through the semester because <laughs> i graduate in may so um and, and then i'm gonna pursue this hopefully as a full-time job i would love to do this forever the, i think the um smart thing 
would have been to wait until we were done, but we just really couldn't help ourselves no. anymore. We no, were we so couldn't. excited. We have, we have a growing list of ideas. We've been working ideas. on this for, yeah, I mean, we literally have a year of content planned already for this podcast. Yeah. Um, so there's never not going to be a lack of content. It's just that some weeks may not be as cohesive as other weeks are, and there will be times that we have to put up bonus episodes and things because our lives are going to be so crazy over mm-hmm. the next six months. So um, we ask for your patience and understanding, but we do... I can't thank everyone enough for the feedback and the support and the ideas that have poured in from our friends yeah, and family. It's been great. Um, since we posted this, I I was truly humbled and very glad to make something that people enjoy. And yeah. I can't, we were genuinely excited to get to this week's podcast to be able to record it. So. Yeah, I, I very much dislike being the guy that shares something with my friends and family and I'm like, hey, come like this thing that I made or, you know, like pay attention <laughs> and to this. they're like, oh, but they put this it on one, the fridge. But yeah. like, people were genuinely excited. And I couldn't wait to show everyone. Yeah. By the time we got it edited, I mean, we didn't sleep hardly we? at all. <laughs> no, you edited it. Um, I, I listened to the clips over yeah. and over again while I was eating or something well and and this week won't be as hard because we had to get our platform up and everything last week and that was kind of tough usually i think what we'll probably do is post on fridays um for the next couple weeks it'll probably be thursday because i'm off but once school starts back it'll probably be fridays i have school on mondays and wednesdays so we're just so excited hitler's gonna have to wait though hitler okay so i have some some big hitters that'll be coming in the summer hitler was one Princess Di is one. And that then, one's going to break my heart. I know. And then JonBenet Ramsey is the another one. The potential is just... I know. There's a lot of really fun ones. It's, you know, I thought... Fun is in, like, very interesting, not genuinely <laughs> short. I thought it would be hard to find things that I didn't know a lot about. But as you're coming up with ideas and doing some research, I realize how little I know about the world and everything that has happened in it. <laughs> you know, because I thought, oh, the Beatles, like, what is what is she going to find that I don't know about? Paula's dead. Turns out I know their music. Yeah. And that's it. There's a lot with the Beatles. So. Yeah. Well. This was a fun it. one. Yeah, that was a fun one. Thanks for for hanging out with me. Yeah, I'm going to go listen to the Beatles. Yeah. Um, so we do have our socials up. You guys can follow us on Twitter at cryptic podcast underscore um cryptic podcast was already taken we also have an email address if you guys have any suggestions you can email us at cryptic and colloquial at gmail.com just google the spelling yeah i'm trying to think of anything else our instagram handles will be in the description box and and our website is on its way yeah so we already bought our domain and everything we are currently on as of today as of this particular moment (laughs) we are on spotify and amazon music uh, I have not heard back from Google or Apple Podcasts. Um, I know they do manual reviews of things. Yeah. Stitcher's another one I haven't heard back from yet. So as soon as we have those platforms up, we will let you guys know. Um, hopefully, by the time this goes out, we will be up yep. on those platforms as well. And of course, YouTube. Awesome. Thanks cool. for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. You guys have a great week. Happy New Year. Bye. Bye. <laughs>